and welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I am Lauren Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd. She's back, Andrea Gutierrez. Woo! <laughs> the band is back together. The band is back together. It's been you a know, minute, man. Wow. It really has. And I feel kind of bad. I didn't listen to any of the other episodes with your <laughs> guest spots. Two reasons. Two reasons. Way too busy. Second reason, I wanted to get like your actual like live reaction of the Bad Batch because we haven't done that yet. And I didn't want to like, right. I didn't want to hear how you felt about it and then like go through this episode together and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know how you feel. Like, I have no <laughs> idea how you feel. <laughs> right. We have not talked. And no. I was going to bring that too. We have not talked about Bad Batch via text. Nothing. We've kept it. Pretty much yeah. like, hey, did you watch it? Yeah, okay, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty much like, <laughs> that's it, man. Because we're we're this is what we wanted to do. We definitely want to record our our interactions for sure. So, yeah, Bad Batch. We're gonna talk about it. The last two episodes, episodes eight and nine. But if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are Star Wars podcast. Let's discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. So, Andrea, let's start you off, man. I, I want to hear your thoughts. So, we are basically halfway through the season. We started the back half with episode nine. So, I want your general overall thoughts on on this whole season so far. Anything step up to you? storylines characters what do you got what is your thoughts on the bad batch so far listen let's go way way back <laughs> because i feel like that's where we need to go yeah i was super late at even watching the first episode i even tweeted about that i was like am i gonna get my star wars card revoked because i haven't even watched the bad batch yet and it's been a week um when i finally got into that i'm gonna be honest i liked the caleb dune um interaction and that they brought that into right. the story very right. cool hearing freddie prince's voice but i am a huge fan of the canon or canon um comic book so knowing that that was like retconned that didn't stick with me like all that well you know you start to think like if I want to be like a completionist and I want to get through every book, every comic and have it be like this seamless story, they're kind of taking that away in, in little bits and pieces. So I, at first I was salty, which I don't like that term, but I was uh, I was like, OK, yeah, whatever. I'm glad you brought it up because you had now you have read the comic because I haven't. So I didn't yeah. read the Canaan comic. Yeah, but I know you did, and you have raved about it. And I got to read it. You have talked so about good. it a lot. Do you feel that it really retconned it a lot, or just maybe changed from a certain point of view what happened? What I mean, kind of give me your thoughts on that. No, it retconned it a lot. You know, obviously, Clone Force ninety nine is nowhere in that comic. Right. Uh, right. The the turn happens for Order sixty six at night instead of daytime. I know that sounds kind of crappy to be picky about that, but there was this great moment in the comic where um, Caleb and um, Depa Palab. How do you say that? Depa Deba Depa Deba. Yeah, I can't say it either. I just where's, wanted to where's, where's where's Connor Connor when you need it. Where's I just Connor? wanted to hear you kill something, yeah. pronouncing something. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. bringing it back. That sounds great. <laughs> but 
Uh, they were sitting around like a campfire. You were starting to feel like the relationship between the clones and the Jedis. And then to see them like turn in that moment in the comic was, you know, amazing. So to have it, I don't, I like both, you know, but to know the story before, I kind of get it now why people that were so wrapped up in pre-canon, pre-Disney Legends novels, and then all of a sudden what they knew started changing. Like, I finally got like a taste of that. And I was like, ah, that kind of sucks. But, and then I was looking the other day, I'm about to go off on a tangent. I was reading uh, the new Thrawn book, The Greater Good. Is that the one? I think, yeah, the great, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. And you know how in the time, in the beginning of the books, they have a timeline of all the canon novels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Ahsoka novel is not listed. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if it's because is it, I'd have to look. I'd have to look because it's it, YA, but no, like uh, no. I'm thinking because it? it's not. It was that De- uh, Del Rey. It was Lucasfilm licensed and Disney, and it was set mm. in the canon t- timeline initially. But yeah, maybe because it's not Del Rey. I don't know. It could be because I've noticed that too. Like if it's not, I think I again. I have to look at all my books, but I think if it's like if it's a Disney Lucasfilm publishing. It might, and it's like because they're that and Del Rey are two different, like, right, obviously books. So I think Del Rey has like this whole canon thing With where I don't think so much the Disney. I'd have to look, I'd have to look. That could be a reason why, though, because it might not be technically a Del Rey, but I can't remember though. So don't quote me on that. But that's interesting if it is that it's not in that timeline, yeah, because then is I mean, because. Me and you have talked about it. It's one of our favorite canon novels. It's yeah. just outstanding yeah. to get into the psyche of Ahsoka and the flashbacks. And if that crap is going to get retconned because they want to throw her into the Bad Batch or because of what happened with the Siege of Mandalore or who knows what's going to happen with the Ahsoka series, then I I don't know. It just seems who knows. Whatever. I'm not in control of Lucasfilm, but yeah. still, still, yeah. I, I feel like just because Dave Filoni's very... Protective, protective of ahsoka i don't feel like they're gonna retcon the book he might change stuff clearly he has right i don't think he's gonna retcon it though like yeah i don't think he's like yeah well whatever that that's that book was written to, from a certain point of view he was very heavily like involved with that book yeah so like i yeah i, I don't see that going like being to the wayside but interesting thought though it's a very interesting thought so Dude, yeah so what else i Go totally ahead, miss what talking star wars <laughs> you <laughs> yesterday at <laughs> yesterday at work i was like anybody watch the bad batch and they're like no nah, i can't get into it and i was like man can yeah. bane showed up do you know can bane is and they were like no just typing away on their computers and i was like dude and like fennec shan like beat his ass it was so cool and they're just like is is that the one from the mandalorian with the machine gun that got canceled and i was like bro i can't talk to you people like I- <laughs> can't where's lauren where is she (laughs) we're back baby we're back (laughs) so uh yeah so what else you got on the bad batch yeah so so i you know i i love the bad batch and i love that there's a split now between you know uh the four and crosshair and the whole thing with the inhibitor chips and rex showing up and diving into that a little bit more so it feels it just feels great it feels like this 
like continuity with the Clone Wars. It feels like a continuation of the Clone Wars, which is nice. I actually started watching the beginning of the Clone Wars again, and it gave me different feels from, you know, just experiencing it from the Bad Batch perspective. So that's been really cool as well. Honestly, I love all the characters. They all have like this little bit of um just like weird charisma <laughs> like wrecker man he right. he kills me dude he is so great and you know his like love and compassion for uh omega is just awesome and then hunter being the dad you know echo being the trying to be the voice of reason you know tech just being tech it's it's so great and then the cameos that have happened so far in each one they don't feel like cameos they feel like just the information we've been craving that we haven't seen yet so that's been pretty cool right any cameo that like you were surprised or like no i mean that make it like it all makes sense like you're saying the martez sisters shocked me that was a great one wasn't it it was so good too i absolutely loved it i just got chills just saying that out loud (laughs) 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 yeah i was shocked about the martez sisters but i loved how they showed their growth and that how they are siding with uh, the good side um, or the rebellion or whatever that is. It seems like they were in communication with Rex. They probably are in communication with Ahsoka or or who knows? I don't even know. One could assume, but, right? One could yeah, assume. Yeah, so yeah. I thought uh, the Martez sisters shocked me. Uh, the Cad Bane one, uh, I was super excited for because, you know, the you heard stories that there was a battle between a standoff between him and Boba Fett. The last time you saw him in the Clone Wars, he was arrested for trying to capture Palpatine. So it was cool that I don't know why we always thought Cad Bane was going to show up in the Mandalorian. I don't know why I didn't right. expect Cad Bane to show up in the Bad Batch. Right, it makes so much sense now. It's that it so happened. much closer right. to the the time that timeline. Yeah, I yeah, I, I mean, I love that Cad Bane showed up. So, you know, we'll kind of, I mean, we'll jump into these kind of two episodes. Um, unless you got, you got anything else you want to talk about overall, like the first half of the season? Tell me how you feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I have been enjoying the hell out of it because I like, like you're saying, the cameos are great. The storyline is what I'm really excited. And I've, you know, I've talked about it with other people, but not with you. The big one that I've loved is the Empire versus the Kaminoans. And now it's kind of like, you know, Kaminoan versus Kaminoan, which is really fascinating altogether, too. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying it like you, man. Like, I, that first episode really kicked in. It was great seeing Caleb and doing all that. Again, I didn't have that big of a reaction because I didn't see the comic. So this was like my first, you know, take of what happened to him when he was young and all that stuff. So, but I get like, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, if you... I've read that comic and you really enjoyed it because a lot of people have, like you said, I get it though. I get it. I get it. But you got to think Dave Filoni has learned from George and George, the canon is like, I don't care. Like he, he you know, we know that and we know that and that's okay. Right. Like you're saying, yeah, it bummed you out, but like, okay, you moved on. And it was cool. Yeah. Though. It was still cool what they did. Like, exactly. Still, I, I think it's a beautiful animation. This is probably oh my God. so good. Like, I mean, and I've loved Rebels. You know, we've talked about that. I've loved Rebels animation. This has stepped it up. 
and gone beyond that. It's gone beyond the Siege of Mandalore, I think, because that was good when we saw it. But now this has taken a huge step up, and it's been fantastic. I mean, that scene when Caleb jumps across and oh Hunter's gosh, standing yes. there, and just the scenery and the animation, it, it is outstanding. The, the, the depth been- that they're doing is just it's it's fantastic. And it's I, wild. And I tweeted a, yeah, and I tweeted a lot, like a while back that like we need it now is the time to do another full length like theatrical animation Star Wars movie. It's time to do another one. It's definitely time. You have I technology. Agree. You have the market for it. You have people that want that would go see it, and you have a platform that you can really set it up. So like I I say, use it, use it, use it, use it. So then the other thing that really I liked was, you know, the the Baraka, because that was from Jedi Fallen Order. So that was a big thing for me because I love that game. So that was cool seeing that planet and how that works. You know, obviously getting Rex back, we kind of, I mean, obviously we saw him in the trailer, so it wasn't shocking, but it was cool that he was working with the Martez sisters. So all that was great. Like, I loved it. So, you know, heading into these last two episodes, episode eight, was reunion episode nine called Bounty Lost. It was good stuff. Like I'm, I'm really excited that we're kind of getting back to because I think the last few episodes were definitely heavily like setting up the Bad Batch, their personalities, Omega. But now that Omega got caught, I think it ramped it up, and now we're getting back to that kind of storyline. Then we're getting back to the Empire versus Cam, uh, versus the Kaminoans storyline. So I'm super excited to see where we're going with this. So, you know, obviously with Reunion, I really liked that Crosshair came back and he was holding no punches. You know, I loved all that. I loved that, you know, obviously Hunter wanted to protect Omega. You know, all the other Batchers were, obviously that was their goal too. You know, and then, oh, it it was interesting to see how, you know, Crosshair has definitely changed as we see throughout the series so far. So now that he's really obviously pretty bad, nah, I mean, he's pretty bad shape, man. He got burned. He's in bad shape. It's going to be interesting to see if like he continues to follow them because right now that was the reason he was at Baraka was because he was told to go after them. So now does that search continue or because as Admiral Rampart said um, in that episode, that you know those clones, he does that 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 is so low on their priority list as the Empire. He doesn't care. Like you know, go yeah, go over there and kill him. I don't like. I don't care. Like just that's not what I'm here for. This is not why we're here. So that that all storyline's great. You know, I loved that. Obviously, at the end, like we said, Cat Bane showed up. Man, that little Western music that they did. The Kinder Brothers are absolutely killing it every week with the music. It's so good. So that was great to see him back. And, you know, it, I was a little bit surprised. I mean, I thought maybe Fennec Shan, but now that we know that obviously Cabane was ordered by uh, one of the Kaminoans and then Fennec by the other, it's very interesting that now we have kind of a, a inter, you know, inner Kaminoan uh, pull for Omega and all that. So it's very interesting, very, very interesting. What are your kind of quick thoughts on reunion that episode? Cat Bane showing up, man. Man, that was some good stuff. Yeah, that really was amazing. Um, just because it sparked a lot of um uh like ideas of what we might see in the future. Um, so 
was Fennec in that episode? No, she didn't no, show up. She was until not. Later. So she was in that next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was also interesting to see that the so the Empire doesn't care about the clones like whatsoever. Seems like it, right? Hands down. But what's fascinating to see is how much more advanced the clone troopers are from the regular stormtroopers that they're bringing in by by a thousand. I mean, just thinking like when Crosshair says like go to their ship, they're gonna try to leave, and these stormtroopers like aren't even like registering what's the next step to do, and um, the way that they take orders, you can just tell that they're clueless, you know. And I mean, they would never be able to to capture Clone Force ninety nine if they didn't have Crosshair with them, hands down. I mean, they're just worlds apart. So it is interesting that rampart doesn't even want to um you know experiment with using the clones integrated with the stormtroopers but i guess it's just a thing of the past you know that's the empire they think they know what's best so but there also might be something you know there might be a secret hiding with the clones and that's why they want to destroy them i think that's where we're going to get to at the end is possibly probably the destruction of camino because there is some secret that is trying to be hidden there by, of course, Palpatine. So it's a good point. Um, I love Crosshair, man. He's a bad guy, but he's a pretty cool bad guy. I mean, honestly, he, you know, he, he has no control over it. But I mean, it is a little bit of his personality, you know, so it is uh, fun to see. You know, what's interesting as well is like Omega hasn't given up on him. You know, she, like, stands there and tells them, like, this isn't you, it's your inhibitor chip. But the rest of Clone Force 99 kind of has given up on them, you know? So that's really interesting to see as well. Um, I think besides the Empire to Kamino um, endgame, we're also going to get a crosshair uh, Bad Batch Endgame as well too. I'm wondering if it's going to end up to where something happens with Crosshair's inhibitor chip and he comes back, or if it's just going to be like a, you know, like a shootout and a death. Like who knows? That's um, I like that I don't really care either way on that outcome, and I like that um, there's a possibility for either. So yeah, that's. I mean, I I did not think I would be invested into the Bad Batch characters. You know, I always said from the beginning, I thought that this was going to, and a lot of people said, like, they thought this was going to be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? You had right. your favorite, the other ones were like, whatever, and, you know, but I feel invested into all of the characters. Yeah, no, yeah, I totally agree, because even, even Tech, I, I, Tech's one of my favorites, just because of how no, like, no nonsense he is, straightforward, reminds me of Niku from uh, Resistance, like, he just is, matter of yeah. fact, and everything like that but then yeah you look at Wrecker; he's like just a big teddy bear hunter's like the dad echo is like the the old clone that is like <laughs> trying to kind of figure himself out with this group so it's all very interesting all very you know it, it all makes sense their personalities are great you know like you're saying crosshair interesting character you kind of you kind of root for him to come back but then you're like man he's done some dirty dirty stuff so far does he have that redemption in him? And I, I think, I think as fans, as Star Wars fans, we know redemption is a huge thing in Star Wars, so it definitely could happen. But will it play out that way? I think that's what that's what we don't know. And it's really cool that we really don't know a lot heading into this 
this back half of the season. Like a lot of the trailer stuff was basically all from the first half. So we have no idea. Very similar to like the Mandalorian season two trailer. Like we got everything right. basically from the first like half of the of the season. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Like I, I'm really excited to see where they're gonna go with this. So I really hope the they keep this whole kind of Empire Cam Minoan like storyline going. I think it's fascinating. So yeah, I I'm I can't wait. Like I, I was so surprised at Cat Bane. Like that was like okay. Like they're taking it seriously. They are bringing some characters in that people that are hardcore fans will understand, but they're also introducing them to maybe some new fans who don't know. And then people like us can be like, hey, you need to go watch Clone Wars. You need to go watch this guy because he's really, he's an awesome character. 100% he's an awesome character. So then let's, you know, let's move into this latest episode of, you know, Bounty Lost. You know, we're back with, with, with Cat Bane having Omega taking him to see a, uh, one of the Kaminoans who obviously gets shot because Fennec Shan was sent by the other Kaminoan to stop all that. So that was a great one-on-one battle, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, where they went to, it was a cool, it was an old facility that the Kaminoans used for cloning because we saw a big jar that obviously looked, you know, looked very similar. A jar. Yeah, right. So, (laughs) but it had obviously Kaminoans in it. So like, but it's all very interesting because it's all the same technology that obviously right. I think Palpatine, that we see on Exegol. Yeah, right. It's all stuff Palpatine used. So that was cool. I loved Omega like tricking um, Bane's little robot. Was it Toto? Uh, Toto. To- Toto three sixty. Yeah, Toto three sixty. That poor guy, man. He gets used <laughs> and abused. I hope he comes around and realizes that Cad Bane is a jerk. <laughs> right. <laughs> So that, I mean, again, visually good stuff. Obviously not a lot with the Bad Batch in this episode, but it was still cool because we got a lot of Omega. And the big information I think that we learned in this episode was that Omega is a 100% genetic of Jango Fett. She's not a clone or anything like, I mean, she's a clone, she's, but like. She's a first generation clone. She's a first what? generation clone. Yeah. She is Boba. She is Boba's sister, basically. Like pretty much yeah. unaltered. She's an unaltered Jango Fett clone. So that I find very interesting. So obviously now we know that I think it's, uh, is it Talusu? Ta, Ta I can't remember which one of the Kaminoans basically has Cat Bane going after her to get her. And then he wants the other Kaminoan to take out as much of the genetic material as she can and then get rid of Omega because the, the what they need is the, as we know from earlier in the season, he wants a genetic makeup of Django because their clones, what they have is kind of uh, dissolving or whatever. So again, not I mean, a lot of action in this episode too. I like that. The music was great. Again, good stuff. Good information drop. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Again, Omega, I think her story is very interesting to me. Very interesting. I don't know where we're going to go with it, but I think now we know kind of why the Kaminoans obviously the one one Kaminoan wants her and then the other wants her to be safe so kind of your thoughts on this last episode of uh, Bounty Lost yeah it was super fun to watch all the action the battle between Cad Bane and Fennec Shand was just badass at first it felt like Cad Bane was holding punches and then mm-hmm. he like went all out 
But Fennec totally stood her ground with him. She is um, an outstanding character. And I'm really excited to see if, she, you know, her in uh, in the Book of Boba Fett. So, it, I mean, all that is like where my head is right now, right? So Boba Fett, Cad Bane, Fennec Shand, Omega, they're all connected, right? So are, are we going to get like some of that in the Book of Boba Fett? Is this going to lead into that? Because where we are, I never would have expected that the Bad Batch would get us to Boba Fett. Don't know why. But I didn't think that we would go there and we we would have like this, you know, kind of weird, like War of the Bounty Hunters, kind of like, <clears throat> you know, what's going on in that comic series. Dang. But anyway, <laughs> right? that's, a, that's a whole different a whole uh, episode, episode to talk about. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I miss the Jedi lore and I miss the Force. But there's something behind it that you feel like maybe someone's force sensitive. Maybe, you know, maybe Omega's force sensitive. Um, maybe that's that's the the twist with her. Why maybe who knows? They want to get rid of the clones or or anything. So or it could not be whatsoever. But I do miss like the force. And all of that. But it is great to see the other side of the galaxy, which is the bounty hunters and the war and the empire and the complete takeover of the rest of these civilizations. I love seeing that like fleshed out. So I just I did not think that this series was going to give us um, more Star Wars continuity. I kind of just thought it was like this side thing that was going to be cool to watch and then be done with it but what how it's kind of like ingrained itself into the rest of the timeline i think is excellent yeah i'm glad you brought up kind of book of boba fett because that's going to be very interesting because we know obviously dave filoni is involved in that we know that obviously he was he's involved in bad batch i could see i mean obviously we know bad batch was created prior to the mandalorian obviously with animation and all that stuff i'm assuming or maybe right around uh, around the same time, who knows? But it's very very possible that he is purposely doing this to connect the book of Boba Fett. Now, will we see live action Cat Bane? Will we see live action Omega? Bro, you know, who knows? Right? That'd be crazy. But be awesome. I think it's on it's on the table. I think it's definitely all on the table right now, especially how he's handling the series so far. So. Do yeah, you these... think we'll see Omega in the future, like live action shows? Do you think she makes it out of the Bad Batch series? I do. I think I don't think that character will go away. Obviously, I don't think she's going to die, but I think if anything, she'll they hide her somewhere. That would be that would be the only I think logical explanation for me is that the Bad Batch hide her with somebody. And they are the only ones that know of her and her existence. And maybe then they go into hiding. Who knows? I mean, I think that would explain a lot of like, oh, why aren't they? Where are they during the, you know, original trilogy or Rebels or whatever? I think that's what explains it. Maybe. We'll see, though. Again, I don't know if we're, I don't think it's been confirmed if we're getting another season of this. I, I mean, it'd be cool, but I we'll see. I guess it just all depends on how they wrap this up um, as far as storytelling wise. So 
but I 100% agree with you when you said the the building of the empire, seeing it from this kind of perspective, basically right from the end of Revenge of the Sith, is super interesting. And I'm, I'm, I do, I, I'm loving it. So like, I don't, I'm with you. I kind of miss like Jedi lore stuff, but this is giving me this other lore that I like that I'm enjoying. So I'm like, okay. I'm okay with not having like a Jedi or force lore or anything like that right now. Again, who knows what's going to happen down the road? We, I mean, maybe Ahsoka pops up. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think so. Cause again, if I don't think they will totally retcon that book. So we know that she's been in that book hiding for at least a year. So, and I don't see them really jacking that up too much. That's just my personal opinion. Unless, Unless obviously we time jump obviously throughout the throughout the series here in the Bad Batch, maybe we catch up to the point where she has joined the rebellion and she's with Bail Organa. We'll see, right? I guess it all it all depends on how Dave wants to play it. So yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm all in on this series. I think it's fascinating. I think what they're setting up is going to be cool. So here's my now my question to you is, where do you see? this i mean i know you talked about book of boba fett and it connecting do you really feel like kind of what's your thoughts on it do you think they'll connect to that show now i mean what i mean i think we have a better chance of it now more than ever yeah i think uh this is a way to kind of get through some of boba fett's timeline without having to tie up too much of boba fett's timeline you know we get to tell a little bit of his in-between story so that when you get to the book of Boba Fett, you have those small details that maybe get filled in a little bit more. I do think that we're going to see Boba Fett. I would be I was in just gonna the ask Bad Batch. I would him, yeah. be surprised if we didn't, considering that him and Omega are linked and there's bounty hunter action happening. So, But if we don't see him, I mean, this isn't the bad boba fett this is a bad batch so right, right. if we go back to uh, uh the clone force 99 storyline and that one takes a back seat to maybe later then cool whatever but i just i would be surprised that if we don't get him or why can't the are why aren't are the kaminoans going after him too or are they only going after omega like you know right we don't know that's that's a really good question because we don't know as far as I think, as far as they, as we know, that I think Tech said in this last episode is that you know Boba's kind of went MIA since the yeah. beginning of the war. Obviously, right. we know that he's a bounty hunter now, as, right? You know, as as he is now, and also that he was known as Alpha in the right. Alpha and Omega. That's kind of cool as well, right? Too. Alpha and Omega, right? Yeah. Right. So, I I I'm with you. I feel like we'll see him again. I wonder. I know a lot of people maybe are speculating. If we'll get that unused, still and like still not fully together, Bane versus Boba animation, I can see it. I definitely can see it where they they still use that, but obviously new dialogue, and maybe because I believe that with that old Bane versus Boba animation, it was about you know the 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 two twins that they were looking for i think was what the bounty was now it could be like about omega about that bounty who knows right so they could change it up and have that 
battle come back for sure. I, I feel like that. I feel like it's a really, really good possibility that we'll get it. Who knows? I think that'd be interesting. Do you think we'll get that? Do you think we'll get that unaired, unanimatronic episode of Bane versus Boba? I hope so. I think that would be cool to see. There are a lot of things that were unmade in the Clone Wars that I wish were rehashed out. And I think that's Mm -hmm. one of them. Now, I know like I saw a couple people say and then I even heard on like Star Wars explain that with Cad Bane, when he took his hat off, he had a different type of like metal um, on his head. And that maybe uh, is telling you that that battle between him and Boba Fett already happened. And mm. that was um, okay. like how he um, got repaired after it. So it's a possibility that already happened. But who knows? I think it would be awesome to see, you know, I mean, just bring the bigger world into in to the light it's awesome yeah I, I, yeah I, I feel like it's gonna happen i really do because it just makes sense especially how they are trying to you know, obviously connect omega now that we know she's a purely you know all unaltered clone of Django. you know that's basically boba's sister so i i'm interested to see if they even play that out a little bit that storyline um so now we got what seven episodes left now what are you thinking? Do you any thoughts on where this is going to go? Any speculation that you feel is going to maybe sprout from these last seven episodes? Any any type of thoughts on that? Um, my speculation is like the end game of this is going to be the destruction of Camino. Okay. And um understanding why the empire desperately wanted to get in Palpatine wanted to get rid of the clones. That's what I think that the end game is in this one. And then I think there will be a tragic end for the bad batch, whether that's um, along with crosshair or, you know, something happens with Omega Hunter, anything like that. So I'm expecting like a, like a heavy ending, really. Like I'm, I'm expecting like a Siege of Mandalore ending, honestly. Dave Filoni, yeah. Which I didn't think that we would go there. I just didn't. But now I'm invested into these characters. I feel tragedy on the rise. I think that this is going to be uh, pretty heavy stuff, which is great. Because animation sh- is... I hate when people say like animation is kid stuff. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like at all. So um, I'm expecting, yeah, the destruction of Camino. Do you feel, cause I know some people think that maybe we'll get a clone, like clones revolt on Camino when stormtroopers come or something like that against the empire. Like maybe the bad batch is a part of like the, that, type of kind of revolution or whatever you want to call it. Do you think that could happen? Do you think we see that on Camino? You know, I don't know because they have inhibitor chips. You don't know like what, what side they're on, you know, you don't know what side they're on and whether they are just like preconditioned to follow orders. So what that even means or, you know, if, if they can turn and annihilate all the Jedi, the Empire can figure out a way to turn on the clones and eliminate all of the clones. So yeah, that's a good point. And then I, it's, you know, cause what was interesting too, is during the, during the episode with Rex, he said that not all the clones inhibitors worked. Cause obviously we know, um, 
the guy from the, like the third episode, uh, Sue and uh, I can't remember his name, but we know that his chip didn't work. Obviously, we know um, echoes didn't go off, but that was maybe because he was, you know, whatever he went through during the Clone Wars. Completely fried. Right. So I think it's interesting that not every chip worked. So there are clones like we obviously we know that chips didn't didn't go off. It just didn't didn't take. But as as Rex said, though, he was still very skeptical of them even having them in. So I think it could be interesting to, I think we see Rex. I don't know about you. I think we get Rex back for maybe one or two, one or two more episodes. And I think maybe that's where we, again, maybe that's where we get this whole like clone revol, you know, kind of clone revolt or whatever on Camino. And then I do, I do see it coming down to Camino being either destroyed or obviously completely taken over by the empire event you know one of the two is going to happen so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out do you think we will get because obviously we know rex is out there do you think we'll see rex again and do you think we'll get uh wolf and gregor because obviously we know that's who he's with and rebels do we kind of get that like okay that's that's where they met that's how he knows them anything like that uh, yeah, I think that's a possibility. Um, I think it would be really brief if we saw something like that. I also don't know if I don't think Rex is invested into the clones anymore. He's invested into that's a good point. The rebellion, um, the rebellion and and the empire. But then again, like when you find Wolf, Gregor, and Rex in Rebels, they're kind of they work for the empire, don't they? They, I can't remember what it was. I don't, they, they reported to them obviously right. with, but I don't think they really worked with them. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. But then obviously we know what's, and, and it's kind of funny now that I'm thinking about this, like obviously in Rebels, well, no, that wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't um, Rex's number. It was, was, I think it was Wolf's. Or no, it was Gregor's that called about to the Empire about the sighting of the Jedi. So because obviously, like Tech said, to the Empire, Rex is dead. So that would make more sense. But I think it's going to be interesting. I really do. I, I feel like we'll get Rex again, maybe one or two more episodes. I wonder if we'll get Fennec, Fennec back. Do you think we'll get Fennec back? I, I hope so. But I don't know if that kind of has wrapped up right now. Um, Because... Uh, which of the Caminos hired Fennec? Uh, Tone Wee? Was Tone, it Tone Wee? No, Tone, the, so Tone, Tone Wee was, was the one the that got one. shot. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember those two. It's like Lamase and... Lamase, yeah. So Lamasse I feel and, like Lamase might still have Fennec in her back pocket to be able, if something happens to Omega. I hope we don't run into this like cycle of like Omega getting captured and them having to save her and Omega getting captured and them having to save her. Right, you know? right. But uh, so we might see Fennec again. What we've seen of her so far, like completely um, fulfills my appetite of Fennec Shand and what happened to her from the Clone Wars until where we see her in the Mandalorian for now. So, I mean, I'm completely happy with her appearances that we've seen so far. If she doesn't come back, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because obviously it would be cool to see her, but I feel like just how that conversation with her and I think whatever the Kaminoan's name was 
of saying, you know, no, I'll pay you. And she just says, you know, you know how to reach me. So it's like, could be, maybe, but it, I feel like it's a little more open-ended. I feel like Cat Bane, I think we might see him again more. I think that's a better chance than Fennec. Maybe. We'll see. Because, you know, I think Cat, you know, Bane wants his money and he wants his how bounty. How was that? Yeah, when dude. his credits spilled out? Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh, that was like the credits. Right. So it's it's gonna be all very interesting. I think it like you're saying, I, I don't know if we'll go to the whole like she gets captured, all that. I think they're gonna be on the run. I think they're gonna be hopping places, maybe doing odd jobs to get money to survive. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. And can they please get Omega some armor or something? Like, dear lord, let's 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 get her an upgrade. That <laughs> bow, that, that crossbows, or it's not really a crossbow, the that bow she has is pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that bow and arrow, electric bow and arrow thing's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I yeah, hope that they kind of their path is liberating more clones from their inhibitor I like chips. I like that, that would be nice as well too. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool storyline for sure. I kind of like that. But yeah, I think you're. Right. I think ultimately, I think we the end game is Camino Empire. How the Bad Batch are involved and in how Omega is involved and in all that as well. I think that's really the, the end game of the of this of the series. Again, who knows? We might get another we might get another season, but I guess it just how it just depends on how they end it. So, uh, final thoughts though on these last two episodes. Uh, anything you got you want to bring up? Uh, you know, honestly, just. I said it before, I really like how they're bringing other characters in. It doesn't feel like cameos, so it makes me excited what we're going to see in the next upcoming episodes. Like, will we get a Boba Fett? Will we get, who knows? I mean, it could get wild, or we can just stay on the path of um, trying to help Omega survive. So, but, you know, from the get-go, the first couple episodes, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this one's going to be for me, you know? But... Also, that's kind of how I felt at the beginning of Clone Wars because it was so war-oriented. It's just not my type of story. So um, it's evolved. I think that's great. Um, I can't, you know, I before wasn't watching it every Friday. I started to, you know, it's the first thing that I do on Friday. So there's that as well, too. It's, it's built that Star Wars excitement back. So I'm I'm just happy that I feel that way again. Yeah, I know a good point because it is, I mean, after Bad Batch. So we got seven more weeks of this. And then I think we have a pretty much break until we get Book of Boba Fett in late fall. So, yeah, but there's some dope High Republic stuff coming out. Yeah, we got the High High Republic novels coming. So I know we got some reviews probably we're going to do eventually. I need some Martian Rowe in my life. Yeah, yeah, we got the Martian Rose, uh, you know, live and kicking for sure. Live and kicking. But yeah, no, totally agree. This is, I I liked, I enjoyed it from the jump just because I I do like that storyline of Empire, how it, you know, how they started, because you're really seeing that basically boom right after it when we are seeing it, seeing it, how it's going, especially with the Camino and like that transition of clone clones to stormtroopers. And that's fascinating stuff. So, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. This is definitely a Friday I watch in the morning before I go to work and all that stuff. So it's yeah, it's good stuff. 
good, good stuff. So, yeah, that's it, kids. This is it. This is our recap of Bad Batch episodes eight and nine, and uh, recap for Andrea of our thoughts all together because <laughs> we haven't talked about it. So, this is fun. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's it's been a minute, pal. Yeah, feels good to be back. Feels good. To oh be yeah, back. absolutely. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, hands down for sure, for sure. All right, well, that's it. That is a wrap for us. Um, if you want to follow the Galactic Podcast, we are at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. Follow us on Apple, Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all that good stuff. Leave us a good rate review, all that jazz. Andrea, where can the good people follow you? You can follow me at R2D Two Step on Twitter. So much BTS stuff has happened while I was gone, too, <laughs> guys. A lot of BTS stuff has dropped. Wow. We won't get into it, but, you know, if I was a busy person and there was a yes, lot you were. of things happening yes, you were. and I was like, God. You finally kind of caught up a little bit. Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Loronos on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, may that force be with you guys. Always. Always. Always.